0: It's here in the city. It's here in the city. This is here in the city. This is here in the city. I'm Sarah Harris. I'm Sarah Harris. New message. Truth should be truth, but then it depends on, in the telling, whose truth is it. We're here most Tuesdays, bringing you radio realities from the urban landscape. And mapping the city with voices of creative social change in and around Los Angeles. On Pacifica Radio, powered by the people. Thanks to the generous support of you, our listeners, the capable crew at KPFK, the innovators of web-based radio at SoundCloud, news you might have missed at newsdesk.org, and the community-funded reporting project, Spot Us. You can find us on the web at Here in the City. That's cityorg Good afternoon, KPFK listeners, and to those of you listening to our show on the web. Today is Tuesday, July 5th, 2011. This week on Here in the City, we're picking up on a conversation we started last week about the rights of bicyclists in a fundamentally... Automobile oriented society. It's part of our new new series called Two Wheels and a Mic. In Chicago, over 100 miles of bike lanes are in place and growing as Mayor Rahm Emanuel aims to make Chicago the most cycle-friendly city in the country. Here in Los Angeles, just about this time last year, our mayor ran into an errant taxi while navigating his bicycle in lanes and broke his elbow. An immediate move to dedicate some Measure R transportation bond funding for bicycle lanes ensued, and cycling has been growing in visibility, political power, and public awareness in the past few years in Los Angeles. Nevertheless, in our city, less than 1% of all thoroughfares are dedicated to bicycle traffic. Today on Here in the City, we're going to resume our conversation with Patrick Miller, who is an arts educator and avid cyclist. He is also involved in several cycling initiatives, both official and more informal, across the city of Los Angeles. Last week, when I spoke with Patrick, we focused on an incident where a motorist who is alleged to have been intoxicated ran into a group of cyclists near Culver City, seriously injuring 11 of them. This week, Patrick Miller and a group of affiliated cyclists have presented a statement to City Hall asking for fair and equal treatment of the cyclists injured in that collision and, more broadly, for better protections and respect for bicyclists in the public streets of L.A.
1: Once we... Got the statement together and and got um, all the stakeholders who had participated in the process, all representing various organizations. Uh, somebody had the idea that that maybe we should um, amplify our voice by by seeking the signatures of other cyclists, other concerned cyclists who um, would be showing up at the critical mass. So there was about six uh, people with copies of the statement and gathering petitions at the site and and gathered um, dozens, if not uh, hundreds, of signatures. This is Patrick Miller reporting for Here in the City. Um, Can you tell me who you are and what you're doing here? My name is David McGehan. I'm just out here having people sign a petition in order to have LAPD investigate bike car accidents a little bit more thoroughly, pretty much, as I'd say. Did you have any friends that were on the ride? Uh, yes, I had, I think, at least three, four people I know that were hospitalized. You know, it's pretty scary. I also I've been through bad bike accidents, so I know what it's like to be sitting in the hospital awaiting surgery for something that's in no way your fault, you know, so... So a lot of people have gotten activated to, you know, to try and do things, to see what they can do to help the victims. Uh, For instance, uh, we might hear from Active, uh, from the mom riders and also a volunteer at the bike oven. And he basically snapped into action to see, like, what kind of things that he could do to help the victims. So helping, facilitating visits, um, cars that got impounded because people were laid up in the hospital and they didn't have any way to move their car. Um... Uh, even some comforts for like the people that have been going to visit the victims and staying with them overnight to make sure that they had snacks and stuff available. So just different things to to try and, you know, do what we can to kind of like let these people know that, that we haven't forgotten about them and that, that we know that this something like this could happen to to any of us uh can you tell me
2: who you are what you're doing today uh well i'm known out here as active and i'm just trying to get some petitioners to sign well actually i'm one of the petitioners and i'm trying to get people to sign our petition that we're going to present to the to the city of los angeles and i believe the the local police department's demanding safer streets unbiased investigations and just you know proper handling of situations uh, or collisions involving pedestrians and cyclists you know here to bring awareness. we had a a pretty bad tragedy last week where you know a driver went through a a group of cyclists and people were injured and you know the investigation preliminary concluded that it was the cyclist's fault you know and that's just completely biased and we're just trying to change that around and bring attention I'm gathering signatures not only from the cyclists here at critical mass but pedestrians using the subways or people actually crossing through the crosswalks because you know no, no matter what, whether you're in a car you're on a bike or you're on foot you're, you're going to be affected when these streets are unsafe for anybody to be on.
1: Uh, I understand that you've you've done a number of things uh, in a response to this incident. What, what kind of stuff have you been up to?
2: Well. Uh- Well, within a few hours of of hearing of the accident, I got a hold of a couple of longtime riders, which are also attorneys and bicycle advocates, and um, I did the best of my abilities to get everybody's information who was involved in the incident, primarily the 11 victims that were hospitalized critically. Uh, Then uh, working with yourself and other people here, you know, we have been working on on a press conference and a press release. We're, uh, We're working on the legal matters, you know, pertaining to the victims, some of them are hospitalized with life-changing uh injuries and then now you and i are working on trying to get some uh, post-traumatic stress disorder therapy for some of these writers that you know they're you know they're trying to be tough and they're trying to say nothing's wrong with them but yet they're telling us i can't sleep i'm having nightmares or i just keep thinking about what happened you know and you know a little bit of bud a little bit of uh Jack Daniels, none of that's gonna help it. They need to talk to somebody. We're trying to see if we could get them some low cost or you know, free therapy, maybe a session or two. If people require longer therapy, we'll try to work something out. As a matter of fact, today, June 24th, uh, from about 6 to 9.30 tonight at the bike oven, located at 3706 North Figueroa, 90065, we're actually, uh, We've uh, gotten some support from a massage therapist and a chiropractor, and they're giving uh, free physical therapy to any of the factors that were involved in the tragedy last week. So that's going on right now, and right now we're going to use critical mass to bring awareness to the situation at hand. Great. Well, I do not let you get back to
1: your job. Cool, man. It was, uh, it's summertime, and that, that always causes the uh, the arc of the ride to go up. So we had a, a pretty nice-sized group. It's, it's always really hard to tell because... Um, the entire sort of square at Wilshire Western gets gets filled up with, with people, and um, it's it's kind of overwhelming. It's hard to count.
0: And we will um, hear from a couple of people who explain why they signed the petition and what just what bicycling means to them and what it means to be a cyclist in the city, right? Do you want to set that up a little bit for us and, and let us know who we're going to hear from?
1: Well, um, some of the people I talked to, uh, were, you know, Johnny, for instance, uh, he's, he's a volunteer at the bicycle kitchen and, um, you know, really just out there, um, you know, putting out his, his time to, to kind of get, get people to sign the signature. Um, one of the signatories, um, I think really happily, um, was Damian Newton. Um, and he, uh, was one of the people that, you know, dra- helped draft the statement. And, uh, You know, I heard him say uh, recently online that that, uh, he was really happy that um, seven people approached him to to sign a petition for a statement that he helped draft. Can I... uh... Record you real quick for a show on KPFK called Here in the City. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, what's your name? What are you doing out here today? My name is Damian Newton. I'm out tonight because this is uh, Critical Mass. Uh, I write for the
0: website Los Angeles Streets Blog. I had been planning to come on this ride because it's the one-year anniversary of the first LAPD Escort. And now there's the added bonus of having a bonus, so to speak, of having a horrible bike crash about 10 days ago that a lot of people here are uh, have heard about or a little worked up about and want to be able to uh, express their disappointment with the way the uh, LAPDs handle parts of that. And they had some um, some spoke cards to commemorate uh, the, the accident that had happened. What are spoke cards?
1: Well, um, a spoke card is sort of It's like a small little piece of laminated art and then people wedge them between their um, spokes vertically um, just to sort of – it's like a little piece of art that can travel with your bicycle and it gets sort of jammed in the spokes. Not like people used to do with baseball cards in the 50s where they would, um, you know, want their bicycle to have like a motorcycle sound or something. It's not that kind of thing. Um, It's just something that travels uh, in the spokes parallel to the wheel to just – they're usually done to commemorate bicycle rides, and in this case, um, somebody took a little piece of artwork and and laminated them, and is selling them for I think three dollars a piece. So this guy Hamilton that that I met out there, um, he's you know selling those for three dollars a piece, and then the money he's going to take um, and, and give to the victims. There's a lot of people who immediately um, have have gone to help the victims partially because some of them are friends and friends of friends, and also just because a lot of people... You know, this incident gave people a real sense of, like, vulnerability, not to mention, you know, frustration, anger, and definitely empathy for the victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you ready? Maybe you could tell me uh, who you are and uh, what you're doing out here tonight. Uh, my name's Hamilton. I'm out here tonight specifically to try and self-spoke cards for fundraising for the victims of the accident. Um, I wonder if you could tell me how, you know, how this whole thing has affected you personally? Other than having three very good friends pulled away from riding, um, I'm
2: much more wary of cars. I'm a little bit terrified riding at times, especially at night. And I'm, uh, I'm really depressed that people I know and really care about have been injured and they're not even going with a felony charge for, the, uh, for Christine DeHop. That's, that's really a disappointing aspect of the entire case to me. It feels very depressing.
0: After the break, we will return to our conversation with Patrick Miller and his foray along the latest Los Angeles Critical Mass bicycle ride, where he rode and spoke with many cyclists about their relationship to the streets and traffic and their rights.
2: Baila, 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 baila. baila Hey, so much that I couldn't. I'm going <speaking> I'm gonna get down. I'm <Spanish> gonna get down. I'm gonna So Clorox. I'm
1: going i I'm
2: This is what it is, this is what it's gonna be. You are listening to here in the city on KPFK, ninety point seven FM in Los Angeles, ninety-eight
0: point seven FM in Santa Barbara, ninety-three point seven FM in San Diego, and ninety-nine point five FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. An archive and a podcast of our shows is at Here in the City, that's hear in the city, dot
2: org and at kpfk.org you can like us on facebook if you like and visit us at our website hereincity.org and follow us on twitter I'm En la go me
1: the bank and I'm la yo, 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 yo,
0: Incidents aside, Mr. Miller and many thousands, if not millions, of fellow cyclists in Los Angeles focus not on the dangers, but rather on the joys of riding two wheels on their own power in a city designed by humans for cars, but perhaps designed by nature for other purposes.
1: One of the things about being a cyclist in Los Angeles is that for a lot of people, it's the first time that they ever experience what it's like to sort of be a second-class citizen, to have every right to be on the road according to the letter of the law, but in practice, um, the way people um, use the body language of their cars and um, the way um, the entire infrastructure treats cyclists, it forces people to to kind of look at this dynamic of where something that's supposed to be a right um, is actually subverted by um, driving, which is supposed to be a privilege.
0: And I think anybody who's ever ridden a bicycle in Los Angeles knows that feeling of having to look over your shoulder on both sides and forward and just all around you and really thinking about the fact that somebody might open a door onto you and not see it as their fault, that you were in their way.
1: Well, and that's contradicted by the fact that a lot of cyclists really find – moving around that way in the city to be utterly joyous it makes them feel good about their city they have an entirely new connection to the people of the city and the places in the city and we live in such a beautiful place to ride bicycles everything is perfect about la to be the best bicycling city in the world with the exception of its infrastructure and and sort of the mentality of um of the people who enforce the laws and and the people that create the the city's infrastructure.
0: And on the critical mass ride, you also spoke with a young woman named Kristen, who had uh, something pretty powerful to say about the situation and about just her own perspective of being a cyclist in the city.
1: Well, Kristen, somebody uh, that I know, um, she's a member of the Status Faction uh, Silver Lake Dodgeball League, so she's she's a member of that team. But she's also um, a member of Team Midnight Riders, which is the AIDS Life Cycle. Um, basically, Team Midnight Riders is is, is uh, something that grew out of Midnight Riders, and it's a group of people who uh, annually participate in the AIDS Life Cycle, which is a uh, like a four-day bike ride from San Francisco to LA to raise money for AIDS, and she actually didn't really know anyone personally that was affected. But you know, she talks a little bit about when when she heard about it, kind of like how it made her feel. And um, you know, I think she speaks for a lot of us. It's it's just uh, something that I think most human beings can really empathize with, uh, just having something completely out of the blue, like hitting you um, when you're really kind of minding your own business and, and, and having life altering consequences for so many people. Ah, and it works. So I'm here at the Ralph's parking lot here in uh, beautiful Venice, beautiful Venice beach. It's the first stop of uh, tonight's critical mass. Can you tell me uh, who you are and what brought you out tonight?
0: Uh, my name's Kristen, and I just came out to ride. I haven't done it in a while, so I figured I'd come out and support. I was
1: wondering if you could tell me how you were affected when you found out about the, um, the K-Town collision that happened in Culver City.
0: Um, it was it was really, really sad. I mean, I didn't know any of the kids that do the riot or anything like that, but um, just the fact that that stuff's still happening and, and the reactions to it aren't changing that much when it comes to you know law enforcement and all that stuff, it sucks.
1: Did you sign the petition? I did. I did. Thanks.
0: <laughs> and we hear from um, from J. Rowe also, who is somebody who primarily gets around on his bicycle.
1: Well, J. Rowe's one of uh, many Angelinos that doesn't have a car and doesn't really want a car, and um, he's a young, really active guy, and he, he gets everywhere in L.A. on his bicycle. Um uh, I always say, like, L.A. only seems far. It only seems far in a car, um, you know, because it takes 45 minutes or an hour to get to Santa Monica. Sometimes we think it's really far away, even though it might only be 12 miles from Hollywood. Um, but J. Rose, somebody who, who gets around primarily by bicycle, and he was actually there on the scene. Um, he was there at the bike ride, um, so he definitely had friends and um you know, colleagues and fellow riders that, that, that he knew really well that, that had gotten hit. Um, another uh, eyewitness that um, I talked to in the story is Jesus Lizama, and he's the founder of the K-Town Ride, one of the co-founders, and he's really shaken up by it. Um, and so he talks a little bit about, you know, kind of his feelings and his experience, Um and just you know how this is, has affected him. Hey, hey do you wanna um, just keep I'm uh, okay. I'm doing a piece for uh, here in the city on KPFK. Oh, I was wondering if you could tell me who you are uh, like, why you're signing a petition. To...
2: They call me J Row. Uh, I do as many of the rides as I can every month, every week, every day. And I'm just
1: an everyday rider. My bicycle's my car. Yeah. Um you want to, anything else you want to add? Other than drivers, be aware. Pay attention to what you're doing. Thanks a lot.
2: Who
1: uh, you are and what you're doing out here? I'm Nick, and I'm, uh, I'm out here.
0: I don't come out often enough, and I'm, I'm finally made one. Today's the last day of school,
1: and I teach seventh grade, and I'm finally able to come to a ride. Huh?
0: And we'll have more information about that on our website. And Patrick Miller, where else can people go to find out just about biking in general in Los Angeles and specifically about some of the action that's happening around this case?
1: Well, I would refer people to MidnightRiders.com, which is a message board where people plan rides and also just discuss the state of cycling in Los Angeles, Bikeside.org or Bikeside L.A., is a place where um, you definitely can find about like anything that's related to um, bicycle activism and um, organizing. And um, Streets Blog does a pretty good job of, uh, of covering the, the bike scene in LA as well. And of course the LA County Bicycle Coalition uh, does an excellent job of you know keeping people informed and, and really um, acting as like a really fantastic liaison between uh, government, Uh, politicians um, and cyclists and and kind of just general stakeholders and trying to get everybody on the same page to make uh, L.A. a safe and comfortable place to ride a bike and, you know, get around.
0: Stakeholders, including Mayor Antonio Villarregosa, who himself was hit as a cyclist last year and broke his elbow, as we'll all remember, and Patrick Miller, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and for sharing the audio that you've recorded in this last week of uh, bicycle activism in L.A.
1: Thanks so much for paying uh, attention to this really important issue.
0: And that's it for Here in the City today. We'll be back next week with more radio realities from the urban landscape and a look at Chicano and Mexican-American activism in Los Angeles. I'm Sarah Harris. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, I'm ready now.
2: Peace. Keep going, keep going. Don't Somebody gotta help me. Keep going, keep you going. Know I, I gotta, keep going, I, I gotta. never mind.
1: You feel do something? what you're doing. Do what you're doing. I do no, what you're don't doing.
2: hit me. I'm into
1: violence. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, okay. right.
2: why are you doing this on me? You put a number, so number. Right. But I'm gonna deal with it so because low. I think that Forget I'm. Forget what I'm doing. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. No let No, we can do something about this. Oh.
0: You
1: oh. get it. Oh. Oh.
2: Okay, right, right. It, right. From, it, the it, from the beginning, it. from the beginning. When you finish the end, you take it back to the beginning and do it again. Steve.
0: stop, don't stop, don't stop. And that's it for Here in the City today. Special thanks to Jesse Lerner, Luis Sierra Campos, Tandisizwe Shimarenga, Daniela Gerson, Sabiha Khan, Albert Chacon, Rachel Salmon, Will Coley, Holly Harper, Karen Ness, and to you, our listeners. We will be back next week with more radio realities from the urban landscape. Until then, you can find us on the web at here in the city. That's hear I'm Sarah Harris. Signing off. To yapping on. When you go in and out, may you have
1: peace and level and safe. Be safe.
0: Peace.